There was an idea that two podcasters could join together and cover every single superhero television show and movie that exists. Scott and Chris combined their talents to form Bingestorm and to make this idea a reality. Then Barry Allen popped in and reminded us that short of having time-altering super speed, there's no way in hell we can accomplish that in one lifetime, but we'll do what we can. So anywho, welcome back to Weekly Heroics, a two true freaks guide to heroes on TV. fucking shallow that way. Hi, welcome to Weekly Heroics. <laughs> Choo Choo Freaks Guide to Heroes on TV, and you'll have to buy the Blu-ray to get what we're laughing about, to get the deleted scenes. Um, so uh, we're, we're doing Legion Season 2, Episode 5, but it's actually Chapter 13. Um, and uh, just started off with a great thing. We're here with I Hear Metal Hero, Chris Tyler, and uh, and Pat Ooh. Delmore. And when I say that, I wonder if we're confusing new listeners. I say Hair Metal Hero, Chris Tyler, and Pat Delmore. Hair Metal Hero and Chris Tyler are actually the same person. Don't tell anyone you can't tell when he has his glasses on. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's, that's the one thing on my body that doesn't need to be uh, patched up. You know, <laughs> the eyes work. Nice. My list is far too long. Um, so I'm not even going to bother. Just let it all break down and move on to whatever I'm reincarnated into next time. Uh, so instead of, uh, we start off with chapter 13. And as you remember last, uh, the, the tag on last week's episode was, uh, Miss Lenny being back in the land of the physical, assuming any of this show is happening in the physical, uh, which I'm, I'm starting to lose my, my hope about too be honest with you, <laughs> especially with the way they started this off. Not only has a Legion completely, like, subverted the superhero genre, it has now, like, gone super meta and subverted the TV show um, genre, because uh, instead of the previously on, as you get with many shows, we get John Hamm telling us, apparently, on Legion... Uh, yeah, that was a head trip. That was just fucking great. <laughs> yeah, we do get a little previously on montage centered around Lenny, who, as we just know, has just joined the physical world and is in uh, Division Three for questioning. So, yeah, right out of the gate, uh, you're just like, oh, you magnificent bastards. Um, just You're just so self-aware. and <laughs> it's just There's just too much creative mind going into this show and we, we need to figure out how to harness it for energy <laughs> so Clark is first uh, he, he asked to see Lenny's hand and he draws some blood from her and she's insistent that she wants to see David after asking for drugs of course anything <laughs> liquid paper liquid paper some good shit man uh, I don't even know if they make it anymore but uh, old school inhalants were always the best uh Clark mainly wants to know, as we all do, how she is currently existing. He's just kind of like, so you were a, a disembodied psychic being, and now you're sitting here, and I just drew blood from you. How does that happen? <laughs> just like, <laughs> and, and she, you know, is kind of dancing around the answers, but we find out Lenny is named Lenore after her grand-grand, who had a, a fondness for, for vodka and soda cans. <laughs> also, they are keeping her in a room that apparently suspends the laws of gravity, or at least she thinks they do. Uh, this weird upside down 
Yeah. Um, yeah. You just, you just have to watch it. It's trippy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, part of Divisions 3, you know, uh, secure features, and, and Clark even mentions to her at one point, you know, there are holes in this building that people will get thrown into and are, you know, never heard from again. Uh, and you should plan on that, he tells her. Yeah. But, uh, she claims she was a hostage, you know, the Shadow King, and Clark wants to again know how she escaped and again how she is a living being. And Lenny just kind of babbles more about her grand-grand and her drinking habits. And most of us notice that Lenny has different color eyes than yeah. she did before. It's really weird and off-putting. Yeah, and uh, as as he's leaving, uh, Lenny tells uh, Clark the fruit knows where the body is, that the monks hit it. And as usual, Aubrey Plaza just fucking kills it in this scene. And she's doing so much acting through her eyes, which is going to be important later, kids. Take note. Um, and, yeah, it's just... Well, we mentioned a lot of... Uh, you know, influences that Noah Hawley uh, must have to produce this magnificent thing he does. And I'm sure if he ever listened to this podcast, he'd probably get sick of us saying, like, oh, Noah Hawley's doing this, and Noah Hawley's doing that. Because he probably wants to have, like, his own style and shit. But I think we have to add Cronenberg to, to the mix. Yeah. And uh, that's definitely, he's had a lot of cronenberg you know, moments in this, this show, generally, too, so... Uh, in the wonderful blended mess that they serve out to us, there's definitely some David Cronenberg going on, too. So Clark asks her whose body she's in, and she says, The end of the world's coming, man, we don't have a lot of time. And, oh, I'm going to love the music this the, the, this episode, putting this one together, because we cue the Velvet Underground's heroine, and uh, not the heroine they used to do a lot, the song. I don't know. Just where I'm going But I'm Gonna try For the kingdom If I can Cause it makes me feel like I'm a man When I put a spike into my vein Uh, and opening titles uh, start uh, open up over uh, Oliver and Farouk driving through the desert, and Oliver starts asking stuff like if he'll have to touch the body as he's you know wearing a new suit and he doesn't want to muss it up. Um, so we we go to the scene. Oliver is digging and pulling up a casket while uh, Farouk is uh, sipping tea and supervising, but he gets impatient and finishes the job with a wave of his hand. And the casket is open, and Fruk asks Oliver for a device, which we learn he took from the Division Three storage room during his attack. And I tried to freeze frame as much as I could to see what some of the other devices were in this little Division Three yeah. store room they have. Couldn't there's a lot of weird shit in there? Like again, it looked kind of like the the Cronenberg gynecological uh, tools from <laughs> Dead Ringers a bit. <laughs> But but there was a one little like blinking pair of glasses that I, I guess we could surmise might have you know belonged to a Scott Summers at one point, possibly. If we want to let I, our I missed that. Yeah, you know, it's the only thing I could 
figure out that there was a gun, you know, uh, near the top that, you know, Deadpool coming out. I could say, oh, it's a cable gun, you know, big ass fucking machine gun. <laughs> and just like these, yeah, weird blinking, like wraparound glasses that I'm sure was intentional to make us, you know, X people, you know, go, ooh, Cyclops. Yeah, but who knows? Uh, <laughs> uh, so that worked, guys, if that was your intention. You know, we, we had a little geekasm there. But so he grabs this other little gun, um, and then we, we find out that's where Oliver got it from. And uh, Farouk is harvesting some skin samples from the corpse. He says, we don't need much, just a couple flakes off the corpse here, and uh, let's make the sun shine, he says, and they depart. So next it's uh, Potomini, uh questions Lenny, and is giving us a speech about time and light and something, something. And his theory is that there is no present, just the past or future. And Lenny asks to see his glasses. And she asks him what the uh, color of her eyes are, testing his memory powers. And he incorrectly answers that they're brown, which they were in her old body. So whose body are you in, he asks. And she assures him the only body they need to worry about is Farouk's and that she's one of the good guys. So he kind of uses his power on her to try to read her memories, and we get the drunken grand-grand scene. And Potomini starts bleeding from the ear, and we cut to the scene of the delusion crawling into his ear again. Yep. Uh, then he's in a dark place, and he sees uh, Admiral Fukuyama Baskethead, who, in fact, has the delusion chick mon- monster under the basket. Which is just uh, ten times as frightening as it was before, thanks, Legion. Uh, and he wakes up and he's in the middle of choking Lenny, who just says, buy a girl a drink first. <laughs> and then leaves. Yeah. So back from commercial break, I guess, uh, we get a title card that says, Chapter 6, Conspiracy. And we're off and running with another John Hamm lecture about imagination, like seeing faces in clouds and wood and Jesus appearing in toast. And he talks about how we're uh, pattern-seeking animals, and it's part of our survival instincts. But he says it's why when we see coincidence, we sometimes see conspiracy. And we get a nice little montage of a naked caveman and stuff like that. Back to the desert, and there are several minor-looking men. Not minor as in smaller, minor as in chipping away shit and getting ore out of the ground. Uh, and they're coming out of the ground, and a submarine on wheels selling Dead Sea Donuts uh, pulls up. Why not? Um, Farouk asks Oliver if the morality of what they are doing bothers him, and Oliver suggests that if everything is made of stars, man, that the ideas of life and death may be irrelevant anyway. Um, Farouk makes kind of the standard Magneto-esque question statement about Homo Superior, you know, basically taking the rightful place from the, the lowly Homo Sapiens. And Oliver tells him he's going to kill him. And then they uh, follow the donut sub as it departs. Back to Lenny. I want to work for the fucking Dead Sea Donut Company. I really do. It's just too, <laughs> I just want to eat them. I know. It's just cool, cool to be cruising around in a, a land marine. <laughs> I guess. Uh, At that point, it's just a car. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it would be. Yes. Uh, car boat. Back to Lenny, uh, David is finally there to talk to her, and he seems happy to see her. He talks about how he didn't know what true silence was before, you know, he got rid of Farouk the first time. And David gives her a Twizzler, and he accuses her of still working for the king. She says she's not not working for him, <laughs> but says that Farouk sent her to tell him something. 
David uses his powers to protect her, and she says she doesn't know anything. Um, but David starts to have some weird flashes about his past, like from the first season and like the the flashbacks he was having about running through the field with uh, his sister and, and King the dog that wasn't actually a dog. And he asks her how she's real and has another flash, and some kind of realization is coming to David, and he asks her whose body it is, and he also notes her new blue eyes. So the donut sub arrives at a heavily guarded house in the desert. Oliver, Farouk, Oliver and Farouk are there. Uh, Farouk asks Oliver how he plans to kill him, as he's a lot more powerful. And Oliver tells Farouk that maybe he's found his weakness. Farouk asks for a hint, and Oliver says, what is one plus one? And Farouk answers two, and Oliver says, incorrect. But Farouk laughs this off. Anybody got anything to add about that particular one plus one doesn't equal two? Is I don't know. I there are yeah. theorems out there where you can prove that one plus one is three, but like I'm not a mathematician, so okay. hmm. yeah, me either. So I'll leave this up to the uh, magic set. Yeah, I don't know. It's a <laughs> it's going to be all about perception and delusion and conspiracy and contagion, I imagine, or whatever else they've been trying to teach us this season. <laughs> I haven't been taking notes, guys. John Hamm, I'm sorry. I'm going to fail the test at the end of this. <laughs> so, sue me. Uh, Lenny tells David that Farouk has a plan, and he uh, David flashes to the his just a scene of his birthday cupcake from his sister with the uh, the Twizzler or the Twizzler the uh, sparkler she was using for a candle. And so we're starting to see where this might be going. And in the house, uh, Amy uh, is there because she's been away. I, you know, I, I hate to say it, Amy, I completely forgot about you. <laughs> I did not, but it was nice to see her show. Yeah, yeah I, I just didn't. I, I really haven't thought about her at all from the beginning of this season, and they, she hasn't shown up. So uh, when she did, yeah, the, the things started to click as far as where Lenny might have gotten her body. And in the house, uh, Amy's hubby comes home and she tells him about a weird dream she had when she sounds like uh, Bas or she saw Basket Head and that she had a mustache and she sounded like uh, Vermilion. So she basically repeats the lines we heard from Vermilion when David first met them. And Amy's husband says, uh, "You ever have that feeling something bad's about to happen, but it hasn't happened yet? I think they call it dread." And suddenly the wind picks up and they notice the guards are gone. And there's a ring at the doorbell. Poor hubby goes to ring it, and he ends up being blown into dust <laughs> as, as the shadow yeah, comes. There's the Infinity Gauntlet. That's what to do, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, Oliver did it first, man. Oliver is singing Happy Birthday as well, of course. Uh, back in Upside Down Room, Lenny asks what uh, they did with her old body, and David says they buried it in the desert, and they figured it out that it wasn't uh, his own body that Farouk was looking for, or at least not this time. It was actually Lenny's. And Oliver tells Amy that David is back. Tom Petty starts to play, you don't come around here no more, or at least a very trippy version of that. Uh, most of these, uh, I was able to use the uh, cream white room, or the white room, cover and the burning down the house cover on our last podcast and those are both uh done by noah holly himself Mm. and someone else but they're all credited to to him and and some other musicians so he's the the crazy bastard putting these these neat covers together for us um i would expect this how would david 
have any idea what happened. How would David have any idea what happened to Lenny's body? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah. someone told him along. Yeah, I know. It's it's still it's definitely keying into your theory here, Pat. Um, I think Lenny's even part of David's little head arsenal. <laughs> so it's going to go that way. Um, so Oliver telekinetically picks Amy up, and we're treated to a Cronenbergian uh, body transformation from Amy into Jasu. And Oliver doesn't seem too happy about the part he's playing in this, and in his eyes reflected the visage of the Shadow King. And naked Lenny slash Amy emerges at the end of the procedure and uses the weirdo gun on her too. But uh, and then Farouk says, "Here is the sun." Uh, so that was just like crazy, yeah. scene. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, haven't really seen a, a morphing scene quite like that before. It's uh, disconcerting, yeah, to say was, the least. Brilliantly, uh, it's just some good effects too, man. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a lot of high CGI. It was, uh, there was some going on, but I think both actresses kind of added a lot to that. And just the yeah. facial acting, and, and I said, uh, I reckon Aubrey was just she was, she was. Uh, I don't know if it was like if they used they must use contacts on her, I guess, or maybe they could have colorized her. Yeah, later, but it's. It's almost like she was using the contacts, you know, like they're a little extra big, or she was just like, she had her eyes wide open the whole episode, essentially. And was yeah, she almost doesn't out. even look like herself. No, no, that was totally intentional. But um, back in Division 3, David's starting to put the pieces together, and he freaks out, of course. And Fruk and Oliver drive off, and Lenny emerges from her hole to ride a conveniently waiting horse home. Um, and... <laughs> And still freaking out, David hears Farouk laugh, and he says, I'm coming for you. So, hmm. Oh, boy. So, lot, uh, well, I don't know. Not really a lot to unpack. It's just the mystery of why Lenny's back, I guess. Well, which at least they answered. Right. Maybe. <laughs> you know, if, if anything, apparently, we'll say that's, that's our new, you know, apparently this is what's actually going on in this show. <laughs> That was so brilliant. For now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and we'll be uh, watching this directly after the recording of this. will be the next episode. Um, I really don't... I just... It's hard to comment on this show without seeing the next chapter because it like, just leave you spinning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's so great about it. But, yeah, I mean, the... Uh, I don't even know where to begin with this one. It is so bizarre um the the delusion thing though that caught me off guard because i i thought <clears throat> when david got everybody out of their maze didn't he kind of expel the delusion from them or did he from autonomy i i or was that just i thought that... yeah carrie stepped on it yeah there. um so who knows maybe that the delusion is uh basket head maybe that's what he looks like <laughs> yeah it's so weird i don't know what to think anymore really um, I don't either. <laughs> because seeing, I mean, the delusion part of this episode was kind of in flashback. I think it was like Tomini remembering it crawling into him or just oh, reminding okay. us. Um, I don't know. All right. I trust nothing. No, that's anymore. certainly possible because, <laughs> you know, it, it it's the cut from his ear bleeding or leaking yeah. fluid to to the uh, the flashback. So I don't know. Yep. Just don't know. I got nothing. I just uh, this was like 
This was like episode five, wasn't it? So we've got a good yeah. six or seven left to go to, and it it seems like like you know this could be like next episode should be like final friggin' confrontation like David's coming for the Shadow King. Yeah, but there's obviously a lot more story to be told somewhere along the line. Yeah, um, they said it was going to happen pretty soon. Yeah, and then the future, the future Sid stuff will probably go into effect. Right. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, is it going to be one of those deals where there's... Remember the, she told him... What's that, Pat? Before, before he went into her brain, future or, or her subconscious or whatever, future Sid was telling him to hurry. Yeah. Now, he got to take his sweet time walking through, uh, through Sid. Yeah. She was... There was no urgency about that, about that with her at all. Yeah. Well, he just kept fucking up and not getting the right answer she needed, uh, I guess. But, uh, again, it kind of looked like he wasn't actually freeing Sid from the maze. It was something else altogether. And so that adds more credence to your theory that we're all just being toyed with here. <laughs> None of this is actually happening. Well, it's not happening anyway because it's a TV show. But maybe... I don't even know if I trust that anymore. This could all be happening <laughs> in my head, for all I know. Um, yeah, it's a good thing that this isn't formatted for 3D TVs, because there's some stuff where it's like, man, if he could, these characters would like crawl out of the television and like lean forward and look at you with their head outside of the screen. And, yeah. yeah, long live the new <laughs> flesh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just baffled. I, th- these podcast words are getting shorter and shorter because I just there's nothing <laughs> yep. I can do except read the plot and just be like, "Yep, yeah, we'll we'll have more for you next week." <laughs> I hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I watched Infinity War again, though, and still torn up about that. Uh, I, I found myself a digital copy that fell off a truck. And. Uh, oh. Yeah. And, you see uh, James Gunn's tweet about what? Um, what yes, the yeah, that wasn't was. necessary. I hate him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was something like that, but uh, yeah. Well, well, we still won't spoil it for anybody, even though the world has seen it twice. <laughs> what the Sorry. hell? Oh, yeah, I'm, no I'm problem. sending stuff in the chat. I just, you know, I was kind of <laughs> well, new Skype spot. is annoying, and it goes bam. <laughs> Yeah, so I, th- I thought I thought I had done something accidentally the first time I haven't. No, sco- new Skype sucks. Have we mentioned that on this podcast yet? We hate it. <laughs> yeah, Skype, we're we not happy. hate it, yes. Uh, I can't even delete all the conversations I have now, apparently. I've like, tried to delete all the old conversations, and uh, it just they, they stay there, and now I can't even see them. But, yeah, I'll get that for you, Hero. Uh, Thank you. Just a few, <clears throat> if I can find the same one. Well, uh, oh, yeah. fuck your Microsoft Edge is better than Chrome. Fuck you, Bill Gates. Yeah, it I is faster. It second. <laughs> second first. I just don't want to rant about new Skype because you never know what it, it's like. The updates on it now like, happen so much. It's like that's tell that tells me something. Yeah, that you have to update like every other week, and you never know if. 
Skype recorder is going to work. And yeah. It's like it's just being a pain in the ass, man. That, that's been really stable lately, so I'm not going to gripe about them as far as that's concerned because there used to be some real fun shit going on with Skype recorder, but oh yeah, um, it's that seems to be pretty stable. It's just all these new fucking features, and it's it's like it's an it's a board IT department. It's like shit. We have to look busy, so someone wants to keep employing us and makes us look useful. So let's change everything that's already working, and then we'll change it back when enough people bitch about it. And, yeah, I'm bitching, I'm bitching. Change no, it back are. already. We are not doing blow though. No, no. <laughs> Anybody have any blow? No. <laughs> Coffee. Little, there we go. Be, be, a little, really little booger necessary. sugar, little nose candy, little, <laughs> little head for skin. Like that one. <laughs> Gracias. No, I actually have done cocaine, and I didn't ever hear booger sugar. How do you how do you get that one, Hero? That's it all. I, I thought huh. that, I thought everybody knew booger sugar. No, <laughs> I guess I wasn't uh. hanging with the cool coke crowd. <laughs> you have dare when you were a kid, Chris? Did I have dare? Yeah, that was Nancy Reagan. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Dare to keep kids off drugs. Just, Drug abuse resistance education. I remember it. Just say no. Yeah, that worked real well with me. Well, uh, that's like well, it's a fun. I got to go on a tangent here because like <laughs> th- that was still kicking like into the nineties too, pretty good. And yeah. I remember when I hit oh jeez, was it sixth grade? Sixth grade, and they had Office of Friendly come in to tell us all about drugs but and he's showing us what, like what all the different drugs look like i'm like this is a great education if i want to know exactly what i'm getting well right. yeah exactly yeah they, they like, did the same thing with us and, and me and my friends are basically like oh i want to try that one i want to try that one well yeah it's like this is a bent spoon this is how people heat their heroin i'm like okay so now i know i have to have a, a spoon <laughs> yeah, yeah some sort of torch thanks for giving me the cliff notes on this guys <laughs> officer friendly <Yeah>. oh man <laughs> Ah, it's true. I wish yeah. he'd done it sooner because me and my friends kept buying bags of oregano and not knowing what the fuck was going on. <laughs> it's oregano, <laughs> man. <laughs> Pencil shavings. Yeah, sixth sixth grade was the one year that I was homeschooled, so I got to miss there, which I was happy about. <laughs> uh, it's just hilarious. All right, well, I don't know how we got on that tangent, except Legion... Um, does stuff to your brain. Yeah, I'm not saying you should watch yeah. it while on drugs, but you should watch it while you're on drugs. Yeah, that's, I'm just going to go out and say it. You should watch it while you're on drugs, if you do drugs already. Don't start doing drugs just to watch Legion on drugs. That would be yeah, silly. If you're, like, if you're like in your 30s, 40s, or 50s, and you've never done drugs, don't start now. That's not, no. That's, that's just really, ridiculous. It's not a good, good time. Now, Doctor Strange, the movie in 3D, that might be a good reason to start doing drugs in your 30s or 40s. Uh, but. I, I, yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Ditko didn't do any, so I don't know how you'd feel about that. Bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. It's bullshit. Call him bullshit. You could, I'm sure stand it a few. At this point, you could probably convince Ditko that he unwittingly was exposed to them through Stanley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stanley was probably <laughs> dosing the whole office. I mean, that, that <laughs> trying to get people to pump There's out a lot. There's a reason of... everybody's so happy <laughs> here at the ball the ball pit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Except, get, got a lot of artists. You need them to pump out some good art in, in large volumes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the the way Kirby produced though, it's like you know what? That's you just you drawing for like eighteen hours a day. Yeah. So. 
Got to got to kind of stay focused to do that. Uh, well, you know, some some substances help you focus and art type things like that. So I'm told. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, don't do drugs, kids. Just no. Say no. Uh, no. Yeah. I survive on caffeine and nicotine. Your brain on drugs looks like a fried egg, from what I remember. Delicious. Well, do you remember the, the yeah. follow-up one that they did to that in the nineties? No. Okay, so oh, I think so. Up, didn't they like where it was? This is your brain on drugs, and this is what happens to your life, and this is what happens yeah, to your it friends. Just goes through and beating shit with a bat. Oh or yeah, what was like it? That. Yeah. What was Rachel the name Lee of the Cook? Actress? Rachel Lee Cook yeah. from from uh, She's All That, I believe. And Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, and Josie and the Pussycats. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, have we run out of things? To talk? We're talking about anti-drug PSAs now. <laughs> I know. Jesus. Well, it'll give me an excuse to find someone and feed them in here. You know, gotta have the one where it's, I learned it from you, okay? I learned it by watching you. Who taught you how to do this yeah. stuff? <laughs> you, okay? Smacks that amp so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, one, the one I'll always remember is, uh, there's two that I'll always remember is the, um, the the kid who came on and he wasn't a kid he was probably like 25 it's like i'm deaf because i listen to my earphones too loud i'm like what? that one's great i never saw that i never saw that, that one either great. that yeah. one the uh being different is being great from the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints Aww. and uh was the the scary one was the one about uh drinking and driving where it's just like the two skeleton hands holding the glasses coming together and you hear the car screeching and then the giant crash as the glasses crash together. Terrified me. Terrified me. I must have missed that one, too. I, those, are all, those must all just be native to New England, right? Mm, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll, you, I'll well, see, I just ignored the first food. one and I was too busy out drinking and drugging to, to watch any more <laughs> TV at that point. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see those. They're yeah. getting high. Yeah. I, mean, I remember <laughs> a lot of Church of Jesus Christ at Latter-day Saints as the uh, the guy in the fight with his wife and Dad, you forgot your Bible. <laughs> I've never seen that one. God, have to look that one up. Well, you're you're a little closer to those folks than we are, so yeah, we don't get a lot of the Mormon uh, Mormon propaganda out this way. What are you talking about? You get the big giant fair up there in upstate. Well, New yeah, York. I know we do. Yeah, but I mean, well, Salt Lake City is where it's happening, though, right? I mean. Yeah, we got the, I forget what it's called exactly. Honeywell's promised to take me to that one year, though. And I want to go because it sounds bizarro beyond words. Uh, I, took a, I took a Mormon girl out for two dates, yeah. and I was telling Honeywell about it. He's like, bring her up to the festival! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I know, he loves that thing. He should probably be a Mormon. I don't know. And I'm pretty down on any, any religion that includes, like, space aliens. I, I should look into Every religion has space aliens. <laughs> yeah, kind of, but... You know. Religion of dreamers. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, actually some movie coming out recently. I think it's some local thing called The Endless, maybe, which unfortunately is not a Sandman movie. I was just uh, going to say, yeah, is that a Neil Gaiman thing? Yeah, maybe? I heard the, the ad for that, and I'm like, no way. Uh, yes way, Ted! Sorry. Bill and Ted 3, happening, official. But, but this sounded yeah. good, so I'll pass it along to our listeners, because um, I need to check this out. But two brothers received a cryptic, cryptic video message inspiring them to revisit the UFO death cult they escaped a decade earlier. 
Hoping to find the closure that they couldn't find as young men, they're forced to reconsider the cult's beliefs when confronted with unexplainable phenomenon surrounding the camp. Uh, you know what? That's a good hook. The uh, yeah. camp that you tried to get away from that you thought was indoctrinizing you right. happens to be right. Yeah. That's a good swerve. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, hey, um, you might need to check that out. It's like a, it's kind of like a indie thing. But, away from uh, Netflix and on it. Yeah. Let's see what tomato says. 97% on the tomato meter. Wow. wow How many reviews? Uh, was... 61. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Interesting. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Um, now we're way off the topic, but there's a movie oh. suggestion for you. We're just trying to, you know, this would be like our shortest Legion cast ever, so we get to yeah. add it a little bit here. And, uh, and and sign up for YouTube Red for free so you can watch Cobra Kai because it was awesome. Oh, yeah. I oh, God, that was that. good. Is that all it done? Was, they've, they've done the whole run on that Yeah, already? it was the same thing like Netflix. They just dropped them all the same day. It was great. <laughs> i got to find those. Yeah, I've seen the trailers. and, I'm, and they it's, uh, it's, it's a hell of a lot better than you think it would be. I never even thought it would be a thing, so I have no conception of how good or bad it should be anyway. It's good. <laughs> Just good to see Johnny and uh, you know uh, Daniel still still kicking and getting some acting jobs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, any predictions for what we can see? A big showdown uh, for Farouk and Shadow King, or Farouk and Shadow? I wonder if they'll they'll pull the old. uh, We've just promised this big showdown. Now we're going to have an episode where it's going to be totally unrelated to that showdown and we're going to be dipping into something that might come into play later. Who knows? Maybe we'll flash forward to the future where the Armageddon has already happened. I yeah, don't know. That'd be there's, sweet. Um, there's a million ways that they could go with this. And yeah. I, I don't think anybody really, other than Noah Hawley knows which how it's yeah. going to end. Wouldn't really hurt my feelings if, if they kind of wrapped up the Farouk thing and started off on something else either. Um, I said I don't yeah, want this show to be all about just him and the Shadow King. No, there's no way. I think uh, after this, it it has to be dealt with this season. Yeah. If you try to milk it any more than that, then it's it kind of makes your heroes kind of impotent. If it's like, well, okay, how long are you dragging this out for? Yeah. You know. Yep. Yep. Um, hmm. Love it if um, what's it? Deadpool made some jabs at Legion. Oh, really? Just ask. No, I, I don't know oh. if he's going to say it. it'd be funny if he. But just ask Cable. Like the future. Do you know what's going to happen on Legion? <laughs> it's it's all Fox owned. Him. Yeah, that would, it wouldn't yeah. be. It would be smart, actually. I don't know. I I think they're. I don't know. It's still, I still can't believe the show even exists, and that it is considered a next person show. But um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. In for the long haul, though. Hopefully, he gets another season. Again, we we I read news that said that they ordered a last minute extra episode, and we don't know if that's to wrap things up or to kick off the next story. So we shall see. Something like this has to be just plotted out so far in advance. And, and yes, and the major beats and, would definitely have to be. Yeah. So I mean, uh, it's just mad, crazy, magnificent bastards. So we'll be back next week to to ponder more and have no answers for you whatsoever till they decide to give them to us. So, <laughs> yeah, stick around. Yeah, 
So uh, for me, Scott McGregor, and Chris Tyler, and Pat Delmore, thanks for coming on, guys, and not having anything at all to contribute like me. Uh, so <laughs> well, I apparently just, they listened. <laughs> apparently, yeah. Apparently you guys were here. Were we here? Were we here at all? <sighs> yep. All right. Uh, one hour to Legion time. So bye now. We'll see you next week whenever next week gets here. Bye. Don't come around here no Finding the sculpture in the stuff.